It's I had the, the Italian beef, side. by the way, guys. I had the beef. You had the beef? <laughs> exactly. the beef One of the, the beefs, side but of I had beef? the Italian beef this time. Okay, yeah. Wait till John Faker gets in the room and then just surprise. Is it, is it ASMR time? <laughs> um, John got a comment in there. He obviously wants to have the first comment up, and uh, it's a pretty good one. He says, "College football is like if you combine meth and cocaine." I wouldn't know. While strapping on rocket skates and jumping out of an airplane. That's pretty good. Like what that. was the what was the John uh, Bowie tweet, which was um, about? Um, uh, uh, hockey overtime. <laughs> I think I've seen it, but I don't remember. It it's like why? Why do ten lanes of cocaine when you could just watch overtime hockey, playoff overtime <laughs> hockey? Um, here it is, John. Yes, hold on, stand by. I'll be able to get this for you. Why watch overtime playoff hockey when you can simply snort cocaine and ride a motorcycle out of a helicopter? There you go. <laughs> there you go. It's Welcome so to the Boiled Sports Handsome Hour. It is. A post-bucket handsome hour. And we have all received our buyouts. <laughs> I was yeah. going to announce that uh, Dad is surprising us. He's leaving for Hammer and Rails for an unprecedented 10-year, $425 million dollar agreement. No, no, he's not. He's actually yeah, not. None of that is never do that. $425. Dollar. 10 years, $425. Dollars. That would, I mean, there's a price. Oh, there's a, there's a, oh, there's a price. to play by the, was, by the so, fire. There are a million things we can point to that were fun about this day and and this this season. But one of my favorites so Absolute far. Absolutely silly. One of my favorite. There's two. First of all, Oklahoma fans, you got to reel it in. Got to get it together, friends. Like, <laughs> I get being mad. I would be a little upset too. But they've never experienced this. But there was so. But but the fans are one thing. If you're a fan and you're furious, you're t- you're a fan. Your title will be a nutball. It's the paid writers and beat guys like yeah. one guy put That's up a thing fun, when they he when runs they runs a recruiting site so and he, he retweets about the insanity the 110 million over 10 years or whatever it is that's being reported for lincoln riley and he said was that 10 or was that eight no i thought it was 10 but it doesn't matter it's yeah. obscene my point is he retweets it and says still not enough to get me to live in la this really? Is like a, this is like an actual. That was an actual reporter. That was like a, a recruiting site guy. See, but those so, are fake. Those no. are people. Those are idiots like us. Okay. Then there was a verified beat guy, oh, who Lord. put up a tweet explaining how much more Lincoln was going to have to pay in taxes in oh. California than he does in Oklahoma. <laughs> like, okay. It Again, is... it's just like Dowd winning the lottery. Yeah, I'll try paying those taxes. Just We're one try. I'll, I'll, I, I want. I want to try it. <laughs> Exactly. Let's just see. Let's just see how it is. Like, I got a question for you. How did Riley live in a five hundred thousand dollars house? I mean, no, a lot no, in Oklahoma. No, no, no. So two five hundred thousand dollars. So there were two. He, they were. It was two five hundred thousand over. Yes, um, over asking. Over asking. It so was a million dollar bonus. We will sell your two houses for you, and we will give you a million dollars. Yeah. What were you saying? Because you think he must have been in a more expensive house. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh, sure, yeah. but but five hundred goes a long he's way a in modest, Oklahoma. I would he's suspect. a modest man. That's I mean, that's a that's a what? That's that's a eight hundred thousand dollars house in uh, Geist. 
It's it, a million five in my There's a bubble here right now. It is it's bad. Oh, it's way too expensive right now. So no, what a strange, what a what a what a wonderful world. Wonderful. What have I been saying all year? I love everything about I'm I'm the way I, about college football that Anisha is about the NBA. Only I'm right. I love and, the coaching season. You say that, but you get you get high on those basketball fumes too. You say that, but you're not. You're every not now and then, I'll, get in, like I'll, I'll have some is. like somewhat not obscure, but I'll have somewhat like I'll get I'll make I know I'll make a comment to you and Michael that's like a little too in the weeds, and I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, right. oh, he's listening to basketball <laughs> podcasts again. Oh yeah, buddy. <laughs> I'll say something. Back. I'll be like, oh, that doesn't sound like the casual fan comment. That sounds like I've been watching. Um, <laughs> no. But college football, what a gift every week. Like, think back, guys. End of August, week zero, which we talked about being a great invention. You got to see Frost lose to Burt in week zero. And then we got to wrap it all up with him losing again on Thanksgiving weekend. (laughs) Put a bow on it. Oh, it's so wonderful. And then we go right from that into this nonsense where you've got teams – theoretically on the playoff bubble, Notre Dame is there, there's a scenario where they can make the playoffs still. And so does that mean, does that mean he's not going, he's not going to be coaching because they're going to announce tomorrow. So Notre Dame could right. be in the playoff. Right. Uh, since he could be in the playoff and they might right. be looking for a new head coach, like, Wild. you know, leaving before that, is there any way he coaches the playoff? No. Right. I wouldn't think LSU would be okay with that. No. Way. Right. So no, when he wins what, a national title on his way what, out, that's what theoretically happens, possible right now. What yeah. happens if both since by the way, we are we need to timestamp this. It's 9 14 p.m. <laughs> Eastern time on Monday evening, the 29th. We have just found out what's the name I of the show, it. Jay? Which show? This show. The show you you're the host of us. You have one. I introduced us already. You idiots no, weren't you paying attention. I no, said, welcome we to the Bold Sports right. Handsome Hour. No, yeah, you're right. We weren't paying attention. <laughs> Brian Kelly has just left Notre Dame. Uh yesterday we found yesterday, two days ago. I don't know. What is time? Yesterday. Today we find out like minutes. No, no, ago. no. The Lincoln Riley. Um, that was late. Uh, the Lincoln Riley was yesterday. But you said Brian Kelly, didn't you? Yeah. So did like I'm just up. recapping. Okay, go ahead. And so it is possible. That Fickle takes the the uh, Notre Dame job, and Cincinnati is playing Notre Dame in the playoff. Correct? Huh? There's no there's no playoff. You mean if they both make it? If they can both make it, of course. Oh, oh they could play. Yeah, but I think there's still some movement possible, depending upon what Georgia Alabama do. Oh, yeah. Michigan does. Yeah, oh, there's there's right there's now they're not in. Yeah, but right that's what I'm saying. In. If right. it's only, Michigan. no. There is right now they're not in it, but the only way Notre Dame makes it is if Cincinnati is there too. So if Notre Dame makes it, because like there's no way they're going to pick Notre Dame. You're right, over there's no Cincinnati. way Notre Dame can get put in over Cincinnati. Right? Yeah. Well, that could never happen. No, they beat them head to head. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, you, you act like. Wait, is this the, the same media media group that voted on basketball rankings earlier today? Yeah. So, we'll it, but there there is no Purdue Duke. Yeah. As okay, here's the, there is. It's here's exactly the, what that is. Here is yeah. that is that is a damn good comparison. Oh my goodness! Here's the dumbest thing of all time. Hey, is there an event? With big, with that the oh the the runners of the Big Ten and the let's ACC say, knew hypothetically there were two conferences and they and, agreed to play a series of games against one mm, another. And let's mm. say that there were two teams clearly that Wait, were national title favorites. I've seen Maybe this line them up. I've seen this complaint. Are you, but but these matchups are determined last year. Oh, they? they can move that shit no, around. They, it's on. it's only announced in the summer. 
And whether it's yeah, determined but... or not, it's only released in the summer. They can change it. Also, Purdue has played Florida State like seven times. Yeah. This. And so, yeah. by the way, all respect to Leonard Hamilton. He is real good. Florida State is always real good. They're going to be tough. They're always tough. But that like, should not be a. That but that should, but that should not, be a They're win. not going to. They it's shouldn't at lose. So. It's at Mackey. They shouldn't lose. It should be a comfortable victory. That they that almost got beat a, somebody when they were healthy from, by somebody that were there healthy last week. Yeah, that wasn't good. They're young. And they're down three players this week. Yeah. It's going to be bad. And I think Purdue's as mad as I am right now about not being. Why really not do. just match up? the two best teams in the conference oh, match up Purdue and Duke great. number one and number two. Let's go. Yeah. Play it and play it in Cameron. Play it. In Jay, Mackey. did you care. and I go to the, no, we didn't go to the Purdue Duke game. We went to Purdue Duke ago. in the um, sweet 16. Not the one that was okay, not the one in Mackey. We didn't go to that one. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I've seen Purdue play Duke twice though. Yeah. It hasn't gone well. Has it? yeah. It's not gone well at all. I, I'll take them this year. I don't care with this right. team. Oh, hell yeah. Also in November. Also, yeah. I would love to have played Filled them now rage. and then try to play them again, uh, you know, in April. Like I want I want nice. everybody right now. If I'm yeah. Purdue, I want everybody. Let's me. go. Yeah. Bama. I want Bama. Exactly. So um, we were on. getting off the subject here, though. Um, so Notre Dame and Cincinnati could both be in. That'd be fun. Uh, John Junger, Younger, probably Younger. Uh, says, did anything happen today in college football? Yeah, it's it's. I was getting into my rant about how wonderful college football is, and you've heard me if you've been paying attention say this before. College football is so weird in the fact that it's so fun and so great every week, and then the week after the regular season ends, it's also great because of this, and then it's the only sport that ends with such a whimper. Like we go now, now we just shut it down for a month, and then so play a bunch of games that no one cares about unless their team's in it. And then we right. still pretend that those New Year's Day games are, oh, it's so important. No, it's not. No, it's no not. one is going to care. Just watch, watch when Alabama loses to Georgia. Here's, here's a good, here's a good non-mattering bowl game, Alabama-Ohio State. That oh, would be that's... a great matchup. Yes. But no one's going to give a shit, nope. and it, nor should they, because Just we've now – replace it with the tournament. Replace expand it the with... playoff a little bit. Not a ton. No, expand, expand Just... it the whole way, because you know what happens? Let's say Pitt. I don't want to add say... four games. I don't want to ask for it. Why? Because that gives us all of December. Oh, I'm not saying I wouldn't watch it. I just and think... then you could scatter the wow. primetime game is always the playoff game. Listen, and then you listen, can there are so many good ways to do the this, there and so they are not doing it right now. Yeah. That's all there is. This is the right? wrong way. Right. Yeah. That is correct. Yeah. And January 10th. That's the other part. Talk about a fizzling out, deflating balloon. By the time you get to the college football national championship, everyone's been done with college football for six I weeks. About it. Right. Right. Coaches like, have moved on. Like, and you're now into NFL playoffs. You're literally into the playoffs. Just do it in December. Oh, a- academics. Oh, whatever. Uh-huh. It don't matter in March. Don't forget. Academics don't matter at all in March. Academics can, do not right. matter. These are semi-professional. Academics teams don't matter to. They don't matter to the the, the the student athletes that are really student athletes in the lower divisions. I mean, think about how big those tournaments right. are. They have a bigger They're tournament. Playing for weeks. Give me a break. Oh, right. The fact that we can do football. We can do a D2 football tournament or D1. Right. What is it? One double A does it? They all do FCS, it, don't they? Yeah. FCS, yeah, does, FCS it. does it. Right. Which is incredible. And what is that one? I think that one's either 16 or 32. It's a lot of teams. Yeah, it's a lot of teams. And so you got to win four games, three, four games to win a national championship. Like that's a lot. Um, yeah. Apparently the tax tweet, according oh to Handel gosh. Jones, the tax tweet was the state treasurer candidate in Oklahoma. It's like, that's come great. on, guy. Yeah. Come on. Like. Clown. 
exactly. Even then, it's like you don't want to be the whiny guy. Like you want to be the guy. Man, somehow this has also made Stoops even more of a legend in Oklahoma because he's, he's stepping like, back in. Yeah, he's stepping back in. He he stepped back in that night. He was in the room apparently. He was working the previous day, uh, whatever game day. And where he is a delight, by the way. He is just wonderful. He does not care at all about anything. He is a delight. He, How old is he now? I don't think 60. he's that old. Yeah, yeah. he's like he's 60. He's like 60. He quit, he quit in his 50s. Like, Oklahoma could give him the job back. Sure. Like sure. if they wanted to. They could say to him, let's get through the, the mayhem right now. Coach for four years. You can recruit, think, say you're here for he, four or they five. Would, they would yeah. have to pay a transition to the SEC, sure. That being said, they would have to pay him a wild amount of money. So many people are mostly Oklahoma fans taking shots, you know, that that um, Lincoln Riley the SEC. I never got the sense Lincoln Riley was afraid of much. That dude put together offenses that would be at home in the SEC because a, as much as they all talk shit, they don't play that much defense down there. No, like, Oklahoma never played defense. Here's the question. Well, I didn't, uh, sure. Here's the here's how you know he's not taking the if uh, it, let's say USC was not open. And Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley was offered the LSU job or an extension at Oklahoma. Where does he go? He would stay at Oklahoma. Of course he would, because it's a better job and he doesn't care. What's he going to do? Like take a half step up in the SEC? Like he's got Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You know, LSU is one of the five. I think LSU is one of the five best jobs in the country. That being said, he's at Oklahoma and he's got things clicking and it'll be fine. So he wouldn't have been afraid of the SEC. It's just he is the best non saving coach in the country. And he, this is the way that he can establish the the post Saban dynasty. This He's is the own clearest the West. Way. The power yeah. is shifting yeah. out there after Saban quits. Yeah. You guys were saying, like, is you know, is he, you know, is he going to make whatever? Like, is he going to do well next year? Like, he's going to run away with the Pac-12 next year. He you think might, next year? I think, I, yeah, see, I think I think I think he might be in the playoff. Right. Yeah. I, I think so too. Well, I, he I, also I, recruited SoCal constantly to Oklahoma, and, so those guys are all going to the go portal. there. Guys, exactly. the portal. The he one time for the Oklahoma roster anyway. The one time transfer is now yep. open, and it's the perfect time to um, do so. Who, yeah. Rattler's your... transferring. Yeah, yeah Rattler's but, going. Wonder where he's, he's going. No, he's he's leaving. Like he was going to go anyway. I'm saying um, he's leaving though. He's in the portal already. Uh, yeah. So. There's a good chance. I mean, if they, I don't even know what USC no, roster. No, he doesn't like, want but... Rattler. He wants uh, Caleb Williams. He's probably coming to Purdue to battle. You think he's going to get exactly. Caleb Williams? I think Caleb Williams is going to do the one-time transfer. Yep. Oof. Yep. If he guts, oh, it's a tough week for Oklahoma. Oof. Man, that. So let, let's. Uh, I mean, I know we can talk about coaching. We could keep doing that, but man, I, I just want to say that Saturday. Maybe we should. Maybe yeah. That Saturday maybe. was great. That Saturday oh. was. That was I mean, one of the most fun college football Saturdays, and and our our, our reporter Boiler Dad was at the Purdue game, of course, which we'll talk mm-hmm. about. But hey, what happened? What happened? The only down- I missed Purdue it. Purdue reclaimed that damn bucket. The only was it downside, close? it came down to the wire, it was, didn't it? And it, no, it did no, not. It was actually it not. Did not. Yeah, wild. the only downside of a lot going of people thought, game, you know, IU was ranked at the beginning of the season. I think I hadn't heard. I think you will. Agree with this. The only downside of that is that you don't get to enjoy the rest of the college football Saturday. Because when you're watching it from home and you can watch those 12 o'clock games, which this year there were some fantastic ones. And then that window is full of great games, a 3.30 window. And then you go right into games like Bedlam at 7, 7.30. Like, well, you you know what, though? You know what, though? I got to watch the Michigan-Ohio State game until right at the end. 
um, outside. AJ's. I watched it. Oh, at AJ's. 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 AJ. Yeah. Where'd you watch it? I'm sorry. Where did you watch it? AJ's. Uh, what, you can go there in person. You can order there? ahead. EatAJ's.com. Uh, just off campus. Campus. Talk to uh, talk to Adam. Talk to Jeff. I actually did get the mac and cheese bites. Split them oh. with LBD. Mm-hmm. Saw a BS listener slash watch uh, watcher. Um, he came over and said hi. Not kidding. Um, Let's see. My voice is still not completely recovered, which is, which is interesting. <clears throat> um, but uh, actually, I can. I'm, I'm audible though, which is good this time. Uh, that's because Purdue was on cruise control in the second half. Right, never screen but, in the second to, half. to me, yeah. it's worth missing a few of these games just to watch that. Beat oh down. yeah, I'm I not mean, saying I wouldn't go. Yeah, I, yeah. Just, no, I, mean, it's I had the, the Italian downside. beef, by the way, guys. I had the beef. Had the, uh, the beef or the beef? Yeah, the beef. <laughs> exactly. the beef One of the, the beefs, side but of I had beef. the Italian beef this time. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's very good. But the, I, so seriously, ducking into AJ's when it was sleeting because it was like freezing rain when we got on campus. And I was like, oh, gosh, this is going to be an awful day. And the rain calmed down and God shined upon our boilers. By the way, which is I think unusual. it's time to retire a couple of things. Okay. Prue in the rain. Shout. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I, I mean, our tropes of, first of all, we used to talk oh, okay. about how yeah, Purdue let's wilted, do this. Purdue wilted yeah. in November for a long time. We haven't had to talk about that in forever because of Bromvember. We started oh, calling yeah, it that a couple years ago, yeah, and Brom we Vember's didn't call it that August, this year. August, September. Did he own November matter. again or yeah, what? Exactly. But did he August own November or again or what? Yes. Yes. Dude wins in November. He does. He does. And they're starting to win in all types of weather. Guess what they didn't do? Guess what they didn't do this season? They didn't drop the game against a crappy team. They didn't. And they that had, the they had one time. more chance to do it. By the way, IU went right down the field. Purdue that was, first touchdown. Oh, you must have been The like, defense oh, looked horrible. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, no. But oh, then did, no. what did they do? They made an adjustment. Yep, made an adjustment. And then IU was like, what? It was almost like Purdue defense didn't have helmets that first drive, really. <laughs> they looked... Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't want to hit my head. It's... That and IU couldn't take advantage. The, the end of the first half was pretty bungled. Like, that was kind of a disaster of, like, you know, a oh, or like a couple of drives. That IU, at one point, they were at, like, weren't they at like third and 30 or something? And, and it was, took ju- a and taunting? IU couldn't, IU couldn't take advantage. Who takes of a it. taunting? Yeah. After taunting the previous play so blatantly that as he did it, I was like, oh, I don't yeah. get a taunting flag. And All then the broadcasters us. go, yeah. wow. He didn't he stand over him? Yes, he, he chased yeah. him into the backfield, stood over him, and pointed at him. Right. And, and, and listen, we are – You guys we are, are all lighting up the – Entirely pro-taunting. We are pro-taunting oh, exactly. podcast. Let me be clear. But don't yeah, – don't, yeah. It's 15 yards, and right. you got to – There's a time to taunt, and it's when you're up 30, and it doesn't really matter. Taunt at the end of the game. But, like, then it was like, oh, and then the next play. It's like, what are you doing? But I, yeah. But that's the thing. They came out at halftime. They could IU couldn't take advantage at the end of the half mm-hmm. for points, and they, they came the out in the second half, and it was not even close. IU didn't even come out of the locker rooms, and Purdue was just I mean, two and dialed ten. in. Oh, and nine in the Big Ten. That is a broken program. Um, what was that IU's record program. again? I'm sorry, I'm having difficulties here. What was IU's record again in the Big Ten? Well, they had something about um, oh, and nine wins Indiana, Indiana, but I think what they meant was nine wins over Indiana because that's the what the rest of the conference did. And uh, Leo lose I, every I, lose everyone lose everyone. I, listen, I love Leo, but like lose everyone is yes, you so set good. yourself up with those gimmicks for yes. those yeah. kinds of jokes. And yeah. one of the many things that were wonderful is is I was reminded that it's not. Purdue doesn't have something stupid like row the boat or love everyone. They have just, just let's play football. And 
you could make fun when they're because we've made fun when they're like, that wasn't football. What was that right, when they played right. poorly? But it's pretty hard to turn that around on it because all we're saying is let's just play. Come on, let's play football. Yep. Let's do yep. it. And and they have been. They're eight and four. This is the same record that a Rose Bowl team had. Yeah, it's pretty it's good. Wild. So here, let's here. There's some neat factoids about this season. I'm sure you guys have heard them. Um, this one is my favorite. There's a couple that are my favorite. I, I, I talked about one. I'm going to reiterate it now that it's official. It is only the seventh eight-win season for Purdue since 1966. That's a big deal. That makes it special. And this is an awesome one because they said this in the stadium, one of those trivia things. When is the last time Purdue has won this many road games? How many did they you win? Guys, I'm asking you two. How many I don't know. Win? Road games, I don't know. Let me, let I think me. they won four on the road. Take a quick look at the schedule here, because um, I, I don't even know how many they won. So if they won, uh, the last time they were a good road team, uh, it's been a while. Um, I'm going to give it to you. 1943. Wow. Come on. Nope, it's true. Well, so I look. 1943. I... So guys, here's the whole thing, okay? Anybody that wants to discount the season as special or fun or just say, like, number one, we all talked about the rosiest of perfect situations was eight wins. And it was impossible. I, I it's on the yeah. tape. I, I'll admit I said that, and I also admit I said five to six wins. Yeah. I'll admit I'll admit what I was. Okay, eight wins is fantastic. With this schedule, that is fantastic. With this schedule plus the fact they had a an offense for three weeks that floundered about. Mm -hmm. This is incredible. Four, four thirteen four. point four. games. Four thirteen point. Four games. thirteen point games since Jack Mollenkopf which I think we can classify as like any sort of version of modern football, right? Sure. Jack Malenkoff played in a different era. Since Jack yeah. Malenkoff, we've had four eight-win seasons, five nine-win seasons, and one ten-win season. Yeah. Like, this is, this is, this doesn't happen. This doesn't no. happen that often at all. This is awesome. And you know what was funny is the first part of that sentence you said, if everything goes perfectly. Did right. everything go it, perfectly? No, not at all. Not, not even all. close. And Purdue still capitalized. <laughs> Purdue, again, won against a ranked team on the road, um, won in bad weather, and didn't drop a game against a bad opponent. Like, for the first time, it was kind of everything. And Purdue still had that same the, – the one thing that Brahms still has, I think – is I you know we can still say after the season is the slow start to the season, right? A three and um, two start, and then and then at the end they won four of their last five against a at Nebraska versus teams. Michigan State at Ohio State versus Northwestern versus Indiana. Like to beat Northwestern, we said that we said three wins that in the first in September, two wins in October, and one win in November. That's what well, we asked for. Yeah, and I think we said two in November if we wanted to get to seven. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm going to disagree gonna with this comment. There's a comment up here by Step Through. It says, no semblance of a running game is our issue. I do not think that was an issue. <laughs> it wasn't an issue. Again, once yeah, once once things uh, you know shaped up, right? And not an issue. Once Horvath came back. Well, take a look. But at no, your... but it's really not an issue. Look though. at the total I mean, yards. Look at total yards, right? right. It's not if an issue want... if you're moving the ball. Yeah, and they're scoring. This is the thing. If you're moving the ball and you're scoring and they're not doing it like – you know, we've had Purdue teams do this where the offense is just like the drives are way too quick so the defense can't rest. That's not what this offense does. No. This offense has very, very – Those are slow drives. Yeah. yeah. They're nice and measured. I mean, entirely, uh, have... entirely, honestly, this offense was 
like buying time like or it's almost like the defense was like uh it, it was the foundation like you you were yep. waiting until the defense attacked rather than yeah. the offense this year the offense was really steady yeah. um mm-hmm. i mean like I, what a fun season this was yeah. awesome they just had that um, little that little hiccup in the middle they started with 30 points and 49 points then they had a few and they had those those mm-hmm. three out of four weeks with yeah. thirteen, but that was clumped together. And, mm-hmm. and the one that wasn't of the four was the win over Iowa. Yeah. Then they started scoring again, and I they mean, scored then, relentlessly. Oh, oh, oh another fun factoid: two of the the two longest runs of the season occurred versus IU. Two yeah. longest yeah. runs. Love to see yeah. Kangaroo off the left end, yards. I think, was <clears throat> what forty five or fifty yards, and then uh, Downing had a thirty eight. Both of which were more than they had in some games, <laughs> right? Just, right, they were. Yeah, yeah. use the pass to set up the pass. That's what I'm saying. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't, don't need a run. I don't know why anybody would have a problem with that. I was watching NFL analysts talk about the brilliance of Tom Brady checking down and throwing underneath to whomever. It's just like a run. It really yeah. is. Just so, use the pass to set up the pass. The short pass, set up the long pass. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Purdue throws the ball downfield. How many years did I complain about that? That there were there were teams that right. knew Purdue was not going to stretch the field. Certain quarterbacks field. couldn't right. do it or wouldn't do it. And yeah. they would just not, they would not make, be honest because they didn't yeah. have to be. Yeah. And now O'Connell throws a beautiful deep ball. He's not afraid to throw it. Um, I'm a little sad that, that some of the weapons are going to be gone next year, but that's college football, right? I oh, mean, but, but this is the thing. Let's think about this because we can say we're upset about the weapons being gone. Yassin showed us what he's going to be, right? Rice oh, yeah. is going to be back. Mm-hmm. Right looks fantastic. Right's the number one, and I feel totally fine with oh, it. Oh, yes. totally fine with it. Totally fine with it. And I think there'll be another guy rise. I mean, well, you got you've got um, uh, uh, Sheffield as well. Sheffield, Sheffield. 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 I think yep. he's going. And I think there'll two. be another one to rise on top of that. Maybe, maybe, maybe he'll be one of the freshmen who's you, just kind of sitting around waiting. But the, um, for there's more. for uh, the loss of Bell is going to be. I think Bell probably not probably Bell had the best season. You know of any. Uh, Purdue player. I think I still think the MVP was um, uh, was Carloftis, um, okay. but Aiden O'Connell is also there. Yeah, you could put him on. The that table, being yeah. said, I think like I think this wide receiver room. It, hopefully, if the quarterback stays, if there's some quarterback continuity, which it's entirely up to him, and we don't fall. GBI him makes way, it sound like they think it's happening. That I mean, it would back, be so. he would be yeah. he would benefit so much Purdue would benefit oh. so much from continuity Brock and Thompson. would yeah I, I saw you see that Brock Brock Thompson, Thompson. exactly of Brock Thompson I love Brock Thompson I, he's I young too think, I always think that because he is he was an instant transfer that was it like, that he's he old one year yeah. but it's just this you know yeah. system yeah I um yeah there's a lot of weapons here um oh there was another um I'll come up with it a second um is so step through interesting comment where do you guys stand right now before the bell, uh, the bull game? Is Bell a better receiver than Moore? I, I know people are, are. Oh, then so, Rondale? I don't care. <laughs> I don't well, care. There, there is no. Exactly. This is the. This I love is the all question. my children equally. Right. This exactly. is the question that bores me the most. Like, I, this I, is absurd. Yeah. They are both. They were, when they played and when they were on it, the best wide receivers in college football. Why would I care who was better than Well. Moore? And not only that, they're not kind of receivers, so I think it's very hard to compare them. Rondell Moore is a beautiful slot, short pass guy who it was almost more exciting, definitely more exciting, to throw him a short little slant and then go, what's going to happen now? Bell 
is the guy you want to throw it and say he's going to either out jump or outrun, not because he's right. faster, just because he's slippery. He's, he's a technician. Technician. Yeah. Like they were so different. Now, the only thing I will say I'm disappointed in is that we didn't get to see them do their thing Full on the field together, together more because that okay. would have been amazing to see that. Did you guys watch the, the post game presser with Bell by any chance? Not yet. I okay. Biggest takeaway from this, biggest takeaway from this is remember one of the goals to leave Wrigley Field without injury was probably a big yeah. one for Purdue fans. Purdue did not because that? Bell's last play at Wrigley. One of those. He well, he, he hurt his he hurt his thigh and his hip, and that's why he was so ineffective. And he played because he knew he would draw their best corner and would open up the game. That's what David Bell is, right there, right. Nobody knew it. He was not. He didn't practice all week. I heard How that, that from. That's, I, mean, I heard that post game, like yeah, only for, yeah. from Newbert or something like that. This like is when the game. Jeff Brom uh, ultra secret, uh, mm -hmm. you know, tactic. Is a good thing because I don't know if it would have mattered versus you, but um, yeah, that, that was a big deal. So, so he's not hurt badly, obviously, but uh, but he's by the 20 way, 20 yards. What is he, 25 yards away from 22, the all time single? 22. Yards. I mean, like, you kind of want him just there yeah. for the bowl game to do quarter. that, but also yeah. just go, just well, he, just he, go be he, a professional. He still led the team in that ass whipping in receiving yards. He still caught a <laughs> touchdown where he got speared in the back. Yeah, it was really oh cheap. my god, like. How is that, by the way, we got a million things to talk about. I'm I'm so tired of these rules. How is that? Because the IU player got hurt. Is that why it wasn't targeting? Because that was well, the very definition. He lowered his helmet, crown of his helmet into the spine. Yeah, that's the one. That's player. the one that they used to warn everybody about because it would paralyze the tackler, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that was a really dumb hit, and it and it took him out of the game. And they looked the at it. Weirdly. And they said, Oh, wasn't targeting. Oh, great. You get to stay in, but you're done for the day because you're stupid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, a friend of the program, Dylan, uh, says he's going to miss seeing an Anthrop on the field or on the court, to be honest. Yeah, that's what, the, the running joke all game, our block of seats were saying the next Anthrop is, is uh, Jackson's Jackson's son is going to be a freshman next year. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and you know what? I think his big brother actually has a kid who's like nine or eight. It's yeah. only a countdown, so we're just yeah, it's, it's we're in the between reload. times. We're in the between yeah. Anthrop times. Yeah. I, I thought the way that um, I mean, so at least uh, Anthrop come like leaves Purdue. Well, you know, still got the bowl game, um, but he leaves Purdue with a signature play, and it was you know the the reverse screen. Yeah. Um, but he's and, got a pretty good highlight reel. Purdue. I mean, he really caught some nice touchdown passes. He, yeah, and yeah. he especially he when the sometimes when the receiving room wasn't working or when attention was everywhere else, he would be the kind of reliable valve, and that yeah. was awesome. Well, Chris Beeler says the anthem interview was great, and if you watch that after the game, I watched that. It was awesome. Um, he got choked up during the interview, and you know, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm a sap for this stuff. Um, and he said during the week or I think it was Diener said during the week, Anthrop was talking to the team, addressing the team and he broke down. It, this is family. It's literally family for him. It is a big deal. And pretty, you know, there's a great picture. I don't know if you guys saw it on Instagram of Jackson Anthrop sitting with Chris Kramer when he was a kid. Anthrop is like, looks like oh, nine that, or makes, that makes me feel, Oh my goodness. Yes. That makes my hips hurt. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Um, very, very cool. That would be right. Um, because, that was like yeah. 11 years ago when Kramer yep. was a senior, I think. Yep. I think it was about yep. 2010. Yeah. 
So it's very funny because you know, like a lot of people when they're little kids, they just like look like them with a bigger head, and that's what Jackson <laughs> answer was. He looks the same, but he doesn't have you know jacked. Uh, oh, it's so good. I, I yeah. think Spencer Hall, Spencer Hall, um, every EDSBS, every day should be Saturday, like it, described the Anthrop play against Michigan State with such joy because he, he knew the Anthrop story. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And he was like, imagine this kid grew up down the street from Purdue, like what not, you know, not wanting to do anything other than catch passes at Purdue. Hey, yeah. Purdue's a place where you can just catch passes and do whatever the heck you want. <laughs> right, right. Like, that's perfect. Like, why again? Why be a blue blood when all of this super league basically is happening right yeah. now? Even if like they say they're not, like that's what all of this coaching carousel plus the one time transfer rule is. It's basically a super league when you can't win a national championship. Be Purdue. It's super fun. It's yeah, awesome. It fun. Be Jeff Brom at Purdue, and it's great. Yep. It's so fun. I think Jeff Brom. I still do not think we're out of the woods. I think there are two potential jobs that could contact him. Offer him two to four million dollars more than he's making right now. All kidding aside, who, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna talk about that right now. I don't want you don't want bad juju. I don't want to bring it. I don't want to. You want to give anyone the idea, right? Because the AD might be listening to those. Maybe everybody listening. ADs of all these schools are listening. I mean, Notre Dame is not. Notre Dame is going to go elsewhere. And if Tennessee opens, he's already turned them down, and they're just going to get a raise. He's just going to get a raise from Purdue. Well, I, I, I hope that whoever. He pops into their mind. I hope it's not a big deal. Like you said, he's not. Here's the thing. One thing we all do as fans is we have a hard time separating the media buzz from the actuality, right? Like we've seen it a hundred times where the media puts out a list. They're like, it's this and this and this. And you're like, you don't know. You're just guessing. You're just stabbing in the dark. So the one that I, there there are two jobs that in a vacuum, I've always thought, let's talk about this in the open because who the heck cares? This was an awesome season. Who cares? There are two jobs on paper that Jeff Brom outside of Louisville and Purdue are, is a perfect fit for. And that is Notre Dame and, uh, and Oklahoma, Oklahoma. you know, Florida could be there, but that's a little outside of it. Further than he wants to go. Those all seem pretty good though. Notre Dame, you know, and Tennessee, if everything was right, but Tennessee is a nightmare right now. I mean, like Tennessee and Louisville are both nightmare athletic departments that you want no part of. And you would rather just get a $2 million bump at Purdue and get a $2 million bump in the salary pool and, you know, keep building here. Um, but no, but and the other thing is that I don't think Notre Dame would ever call to go hire Purdue's coach. So I don't think we have to worry about that. Yeah, I don't think they would right now either. And this is the good thing. Eventually, next maybe, year, I, you know, next year. This is the really interesting thing about Jay's dream of 10 wins is mm-hmm. that and he can't even hear this right now. No, but if Jeff hear. Brom gets 10, 10 wins this year, somebody said this maybe in the comments or maybe on Twitter, that if Brom would have somehow grabbed 10 wins this year, he'd be on everybody's short list. There's no doubt. And yeah, next sure. year, he's going to get 10 wins. Yeah. He's going to get, you know, I think he's going to get paid this year, though. So I think there'll be and more the, security. And, the and all this stupidity is not going to be as crazy. You know, next True. year, there still might be one or two of those blue bloods that open, but it's not going to be Michigan. It's Texas not going to be. Open next year. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I don't know if Brom wants that job. No. Right. I oh, mean, they like, He'd you know, Oklahoma, be... honestly, the one that I was worried the most of is Oklahoma. Um, at all times. Um, I think he is such a perfect fit there. I think if, and Oklahoma is one of those things where the athletic director that runs it now, um, is the same athletic director that hired Stoops and is the same athletic director that oversaw the handoff to Lincoln Riley. 
same athletic department director that's run an athletic department that does not like, you know, that does not do all of this kind of flash and, you know, um, you know, all that they just kind of, it's the most boring athletic, like most boring blue blood athletic department that exists right now. Mm -hmm. Um, And that like kind of perfectly fits that being said, like all of these, like even um, Riley to USC was mentioned early. You know, I think it was like a Yahoo guy. I think it was like 40 or something like that. Who was like, you should do it. Um, They should do it. They will. Was it and, uh, Dan? And what's Feldman. his name from SI? He used to be at SI. No, Bruce Feldman. Bruce Feldman. Uh, uh, Wetzel, Dan Wetzel, Wetzel is the one <laughs> who was saying it. Um, yeah. And uh, so even that was there. There is nothing like, you know, and Oklahoma runs things very quietly and all of that. Um, but there are much more obvious candidates for Oklahoma right now. And also, like, none of them even include him on the list, which makes it very strange. Exactly. Which is great. Hopefully none of them are listening to the podcast, right? Hello, Oklahoma athletic director. Yeah. I I, I think it'd be smart for, I don't think Brom needs a major restructure, but maybe a little pay bump and a little, you know, year or two extra, just. Well, you have to do the year or two because he's got four now. Right. And so you can't let it dip below that. Also bump up the assistant pool, bump up, you know, just show that it's, you know, that is almost, as important, you know, for these coaches as the. Um, oh man, I mean, Shepard, year in year out. Obviously, he's had Superman to coach, but he's done an amazing job. It's not just the Superman that he coaches up. I mean, think what he did to Milton Wright this year. How mm. Wright couldn't catch it at the beginning of the season, I mean, and by the end of the season, Sheffield. he looks all conference. Even so. Sheffield to to be, develop into you know what he has. Oh yeah, has yeah, been great. Um, yeah, and I think Sheffield's going to. He can. He's got a high high ceiling too. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, is there anybody that you, um, have you read anything? I, I have not that uh, any Purdue players are leaning towards transfer, transfer portal. I haven't heard any of that. I haven't heard anything yeah. on that front. Which is good. I, they, um, there's one, I one mean, real point. It's yeah, going to happen. Like, yeah, there'll be yeah. a couple. Um, but when, I, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I apologize. But uh, Mabo, Mabau, um, the, the offensive lineman who's going to, he's going to be significant, significant to Purdue next year. He's a tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll probably take, you know, Greg Long is petitioning for another year with the NCAA. I don't think he's going to get it based on everything I'm saying. He's trying to get a hardship waiver, an extra uh, six year uh, because of his knees uh, back when he was uh, back West. But I don't think he's going <laughs> to, I don't think he's going to, uh, LBG showed me something. Um, I don't think he's going to get that extra year eligibility, but the, I think the offensive line is actually going to be really stout next year, even though they lose I, two guys. I think so. the best – Purdue is losing their two superstars, but I do think that just like the basketball team, it, this is going to be a year, I think, of continuity. I yep. say that, and mm-hmm. you know Jeff Brown will be hired away tomorrow. So <laughs> you know let's not, let's not say that too loud. Yeah. Um, but that is kind of what I am anticipating. Let's see. 2022. Let's see who's coming back. You're the Boilermaker. You're the Boilermaker. Um you know, I, yeah, I either way, this was awesome. This was yeah. the season that you're hoping for if you're a Purdue fan, you know, in 2017 and mm-hmm. Purdue hires the number one candidate on the boiled sports, uh, you know, search for of the identified by the boiled sports search firm. Um, and there was a little bit, you know, I think uh, Brian Newbert had the best line of this, which is, you know, there was a little bit of a downturn when, you know, in 2019, when injuries hit in 2020, when the pandemics hit both the COVID pandemic and the Bob Diaco pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just makes me laugh every time. Every time. Yeah. Every single time. Every time there's enough jokes for Bob yeah. Diaco. I've, I've got an encouraging thing. One more thing. Uh, speaking of 
players and stability uh, and AOC specifically. Uh, I did a little bit of research. His, uh, his girlfriend, you guys probably know this, plays volleyball for Purdue. Um, very interesting to me. She's six foot two. Um, that's that's a tall girl. Um, very pretty girl. But because um, he's six three, six three and a half. Um, but she's a junior. That's my that's my interesting piece. Love, love will find a way. Come love on, love will find down. a way. Love will hold you down. Love will give you wings. The whole thing, guys. <laughs> so I'm saying AOC staying right there. That's my that's my uh, hot tip right there. I would enjoy it. It would give um, what's his name Brady Allen. It would give him an, yep. a year, a year to, to develop. develop. Yep. You know, Jack will probably Jack the snack. It's probably the official end of snack time. Yeah, I think he's. Um, I yelled snack time so loud. So there are two fun parts for me. I yelled snack time for about two minutes when Jack came in. And then uh, Wahlberg, I've actually been waiting for him to play. And he got, and I was like, it's Wahlberg time. It's Wahlberg time. And then he got the interception. And then I was like, he's taking this thing over. <laughs> Little preview of next year. Wahlberg time. Actually, going to be Wahlberg time next year. But anyway, okay. I did talk to Yanni Karloftis after the game for for a quick second. The future superstar. Future. That's the future right there. That's uh, can't wait, can't wait. There's there's so yeah. much to look forward to. Such a fun season. So much uh, bright horizon. The foundation has been reestablished for the program. What what an excellent end of the a cap of the season of them actually handling their business, doing it the right way, and. Um, Having an old fashioned bucket game where oh. IU just gets thrashed. It was it was a lot of fun. It was a th- <laughs> it was a throwback Saturday. And then so. like you know the the Michigan Ohio State game was wild. The Iron Bowl was wild. Like mm-hmm. I mean the you know, Bedlam was crazy, and then the the carousel. It never stops. It never yeah. stops. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm like, almost every game that I watched that I like would flip to was within a score and things were teetering. There was so much fun happening there and you guys got to see even more of it. Um, it doesn't disappoint. Um, but did you guys, uh, so did you, you guys weren't hanging on when the poll was going to come out like I was for basketball, right? I mean, that wasn't that big no. of a deal to you. No, I, 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 Jay Money was a little more optimistic yeah, um, it was. than... Uh, but like, I think I, he had good reason to be because when you look at when you spell it out, it's absurd. But then you remember the idiots that are voting. It's, well, it's... so I thought Duke would be number one, but I thought it would be close. I thought it would be kind of split, and you know, it would just be you know more to Duke because it's an impressive win. I mean, like it was a good, it was a really good win. Um, you know, that being said, Purdue's got two of them. Um, Duke also has a couple of good wins. I thought it would be close. It was 51 first place votes to yeah, Duke I mean, and nine second place votes or first place votes to Purdue. Here's like, where I really? was. Here's where I was. Confident. One to Gonzaga. There was still one first place vote to Gonzaga. Yeah, of course there was. Course. So, like, so Purdue next was week Purdue have four and Gonzaga will have four or something stupid. Purdue was number three coming off a couple of really good wins. And now people act like North Carolina one wasn't that good. It was good when they got it. Was a good it. One. Yeah, and and the only game Purdue played this week. Now you can argue that oh Purdue didn't beat someone else good this week, and Duke did. That's true, but the team that Purdue did play, they beat by what fifty seven points. I think when you do that sort of thing, that's that's that is like punctuating the fact that you are a dominant team when you're number three, and in the same week one and two lose. Usually safe to assume that five isn't going to go to one. 
That's why right. I was confident. Yeah, Even but when I, five, I, and I, when five thought, is Duke on, yeah, but when five is Duke on case farewell tour, like right, you're right, right, you're right. Uh, somebody brought a great point up on on Twitter. I thought it was a great point because they said, "Let's not forget the starting point for Duke. They came off an eighteen eleven season. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it they should have been like barely year. in the top twenty five by the media's like own measure. They were eighteen and eleven last year, Purdue. Yeah. They would not. They'd be maybe now in the top twenty. Right, right, and instead. Duke is, you know, right up at the right in the top ten. Bang, meteor to the one. Right? The other reason I was feeling optimistic about that is I've seen the shift, and so have you guys, in the perception of Matt Painter and his program. So, like, so yeah, yeah. The media, but I think it's all bullshit him. now. That's the thing. That's what that proved that to me is I think it's all lies, it's and two, I don't believe any man. of them. Screw all you. Purdue is number two. Yeah, no, screw all. And that. the Purdue's only two. the only one ahead of us is Duke. And that's but they the are only, they are all over that's, Mark you and Coach that, K. They are just, and when Painter and when Painter is up there with Mark Few and Coach K, that means Painter is beloved by the media. I think we do have to also. This has to be something we also retire. I think the media. No, no loves they woke Painter it up in me. They stoked they this. They they. I was ready to to. I put it to bed. They stoked it so bad in me. I'm so angry. Purdue, like I'm why? mad. I was Purdue mad, like yelling out one. loud. Mad. Purdue today. will be number one this year. It doesn't I, matter. I, in I November. said that a couple weeks ago. Purdue will and be so number one. But I look at, at Gonzaga's schedule. That's the problem. Is Gonzaga plays nobody, and and we can all say that that conference is weak, and the media can say it, but and yet Gonzaga still gets the respect. Purdue, I think Purdue. I schedule. think Purdue will be number one before Gonzaga is again. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think if Duke loses and Gonzaga and Purdue keep winning, Gonzaga will jump back to number nope. one. I am quite oh. confident Purdue will be number one. Okay. They were coming off a loss, and they still were almost receiving the same votes that Purdue was. I mean, yeah, what they the finished three? What were they they finished three. Yeah, and they finished three and very close to Purdue. I don't think it's going to be very close if Duke loses this week. Let's say, let's say Duke loses. Let's this say week, Duke loses Purdue and wins. Gonzaga and Purdue don't. What happens then? Purdue's one. Purdue's one. And it's pretty clear, and it's a pretty wide margin, and it will be great. Kevin Spry says Anisha is smart. That must be a misprint. I don't know why he put that in yeah, there. Exactly. That, that no, is, it. I think we sense. we really have to we really have to retire this now because the like nope. there nope. is nobody nope. that loves nope. 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 there. Nope. There is no school nope. that Purdue has hasn't a, been number one ever. This is the thing. We've and this never was it. earned it. We've it never heard it. it this time. Sorry, this is like this makes me. It's boil. been one. It's been one week that Purdue has earned God. the number one seed, like in the last twenty years. What'd you say? Say it again. It's been one week since <laughs> Purdue has put together a resume worthy of the number one. <laughs> you know, you number but, you're, but you're acting like Purdue wasn't in the conversation ever. They, they you said no, but this seed, is all, and this, that's what wakes it up for me. You had. You had teams that were number one seeds in the NCAA tournament, but didn't get a sniff of number one over and over and over. And yes, we, because although they, they didn't were two and it. three, they were miles away from number one. This time they're right there, and by all means, they should have been there. And the media is like, "Oh no, we're going to keep you in your spot." It's, this is this is ridiculous. This is absolutely oh, ridiculous. Screw them. It's screw them. I love it. I, it's yeah, this is I like this feeling, and it's I'm the all end of it. November. It doesn't matter, but also it will happen. Sure, it doesn't matter. The end of the year matters, but they are not mutually exclusive. I keep no, saying this to people I on know, Twitter. But it's this going isn't to like happen. you have to choose. Okay, you can have number one now, or you can win a national title. No, but it's also not, not like it. they're not going to be. No, there's no chance they're number one next week. Like that's what I'm there's saying. Purdue, 
Purdue is going to be number one before 2021 ends. I'll drop it then. How about that? We got a deal then. I'm yeah. not doing it though. I'm not, I'm not dropping this now. That's for damn sure. I'm I'm not happy. And I think this is, gosh, this is this is bull crap. And we want to talk about years and years of conspiracy. I'll do it right now because this program you wrote about it. There are other places that have talked about this. A great program, and yet they've never been number one. And when the opportunity is there for the media to do it. They give Duke 51 votes. Give me a break. If 51. it was close, if that's the thing, I would move I move aside. Like nine to 51? 51? <laughs> that is obscene. That's absurd. By the way, Ken Not Palm. The fix also, is in, friends. Ken Palm also has Duke, or I mean, also has Purdue at number two, but number one is Gonzaga. Right. Um, <laughs> and you know where Duke is? Number Duke is number Duke is number six. The computers, I mean, you're, I love Who's the argument you're making here? Whose argument are you making? Right. <laughs> you're so making? You seem like you're making my, my That's argument. what I'm saying. So what, I, what I'm saying is that it's been one week and it's Coach K's farewell tour. That is not enough to say that the media hates Purdue. The media yeah. loves they don't Purdue. Hate Purdue. The media they took a Purdue team in their spot. that lost to the yeah. mean yeah. green Purdue last there. year. Who is there like their, their, their side piece? on the head. Purdue, Purdue, is, Purdue, Purdue was a side piece. The media, but their girl... The one they take to their parents is Gonzaga and Duke. The media Kansas. took a Purdue team that lost to the Mean Green and put them at number whatever six in the Duke preseason. Eighteen and eleven. I mean, like Duke was, and they did so. They didn't earn a top ten seed, and they they Duke still were given eleven. Duke was eighteen eleven. If we're gonna do that, let's be consistent. We can do that. Fine, but, but, but then, fine, but then let's say that Matt Painter is as beloved or just Matt one Painter notch below, but just one notch below K, and that is a that is an absurd level of media love. That's what I'm it saying. It is, it is, it is. So let, it's not binary, and when it's when it's I'll get there when I'll, K, I get there when there's proof. I'm when it's runner up to K during his farewell season, that means that Matt Painter is beloved. And that's what I'm saying. I think like Purdue will be number one before 2022 or 20 before January 1st, 2022. So here's what's going to happen this week, guys. Here's what's going to happen tomorrow night. Ohio state's going to beat Duke in the classic <sighs> letdown. And then Gonzaga's going to be number one and Purdue's going to be number two next week. No, I think no. If, that's what's going to happen. Happens, and I'm going to be even more ballistic. They're not. Do you know why Purdue has, if Purdue actually goes, uh, undefeated, which two there are two not yeah. gimmies, right? There are two real. Opponents. Oh, I was fine. I was, Iowa is they score a lot, and, a but they don't have Bohannon and um, it's a big 10 game. We yeah, have they, so, like, there's funny. I, I got a, I got a great text tonight that said Iowa actually has some defense. My brother sent to me because, because mm. Virginia had said, I'm like, no, 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 I no. don't know about that. One. And I'll tell you why <laughs> they're playing Virginia. Virginia at that point had 73 points. Virginia this season, the most points they had scored was 73 points versus the vaunted Radford, whatever the hell they're called. I don't even know what Radford is, but 73 versus Radford. That was their high of the season, and Iowa let them score 73. Iowa's defense is still Iowa's defense. The right? Iowa's defense is yeah. absolutely still Iowa's defense. They're impressive. If you're betting on the game, take the over. It's going to be an NBA score. That'd be fine. That'd <laughs> but, be fine. Uh, and I think that's where Purdue wants to play, though. That's the funny thing. Painter oh, yeah. might not want to. But like the team, it's almost like you guys ever have a car that like is more comfortable at certain speeds. You can tell when it gets up the highway, it's on a gallop. I've got a car like that right now. It's an old car. And so on the highway, it's like in its happy place. Purdue is happy at 90 miles per hour. Right? 
<laughs> they are chugging along. When they, I mean, they can play the other way, but they're not quite right. The ride's not the same. The car was a little, it's missing. But boy, when they get moving, goodness, they're fine. So the, the Radford Broccoli burps. That's great. <laughs> That's correct, John. Thank you. John Faker with the yeah. Radford Broccoli burps. Yeah. It's a, it's Andrew a really Day tells us for the Highlanders, I guess. Yeah. There could be only one. I mean, like, yeah. but like wide lens. <laughs> Purdue is a national title contender. Purdue's number two. Purdue yeah. football just finished a an eight win season where everything didn't go right. Like it's good. Things are Oh, good. things are great. Things, things are, are great. Good. Things what? are great. But I'm still mad because I was like I, I was like, if this then this, because there was one path to one. I, I still believe this because I just think Gonzaga, it's like a snowball. Like they got they got melted a little. They're just gonna gain back all that stuff they had. They remember they've got Alabama still in the pre-con. That's a tough game. It is a tough game. Mm-hmm. And then they have after that, they have BYU. That's it. That's it. So they're Alabama, gonna win. So they they're, they're gonna get up Alabama. for like two more games this year. So they play Alabama on Saturday. Yeah. Um, and so that's the only if Duke loses and Purdue and Gonzaga Alabama on win. Saturday. Oh my god. Oh no. Oh, yeah, but that Al- Alabama. Alabama yeah. <laughs> not that Alabama. It's Alabama. Yeah. Uh, Alabama's not playing that day, are they? Oh, yeah, they are. They snuck I it think out. They're playing Georgia. Oh, boy. Are they playing? It's we didn't talk about the Iron Bowl because it was not an exciting, it was not a good game. But, but the Saban's end. team had zero points entering the fourth quarter. Do you think this Georgia Alabama game is going to be like when Venus and Serena played early in their career? Well, like the league was just telling Georgia, just take it easy. Don't, don't open the full playbook. You guys can, you're both in. If you I just... think it's, I think it's no. like when, uh, when no, Georgia just Purdue was, I, I think Georgia it's like when Purdue them. was playing IU in, in Tiller's last game. <laughs> I think that's what it is. You think, Do you think Georgia's going to beat the crap out of them? I, but then again, I'm an I idiot. So. I thought Ohio State was going to bloody Michigan, and so did, but I so think did Georgia, everyone. So did so that's that, that right there, guys. Really that's a, this is a weird crossover. That's a cautionary tale for us as Purdue fans because you can't keep beating IU. We're at year we're at day oh, twenty one hundred oh, something. Twenty one hundred days that Purdue has been beating IU. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, and IU we can, make, is going to get them sometimes. We make so. Woodson jokes, and we will never stop. Let's just be clear. Let's, before I finish my right, sentence, right. we will never stop making Woodson jokes. Yes, yeah. That being said, they are coached by a competent adult competent. now. Absolutely. Like, and, uh, they, you know, they're not coached by They Archie already anymore. look better. I mean, they don't look great. They, they look have better. a system. They look, yeah. like they, they look like they know, like that Trace Jackson Davis, a future NBA player, like knows what to do in a system. Oh, look at that. You're utilizing NBA talent. Wow. Yeah, Archie. Yeah. How was Archie so bad? Incredible. God, it, it is incredible. I, I saw he was on TV the other day. Have you seen him on TV? Yeah. He's a he's dynamic very... presence. <laughs> so I was going to say, why they hired this guy to be on the television. He's, uh, he, he won, he's always been known for his charisma, wonderful charisma, great looks and wonderful sounding voice, melodic tones. Uh, he doesn't have much going on. Acumen. That's the problem. See, it's really sad because he was a pretty good coach at Dayton. He really was. Very. He was. He wasn't coaching over his skis then. Right. Right. So. It's a lot easier to be the underdog. It's a lot yeah. easier to be the scrappy underdog than it is to coach the team loaded with talent. I would say, yeah. because the pressure's there. Nobody. Nobody. Anything Dayton does is wonderful. It's Not everybody job. can be an underdog like Purdue is now, since they're only number two. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, um, do we have do we have questions or do we uh, do do we want more coaching talk? 
<laughs> oh, hold on a second. There's something. Vortex4253. Bring up the comment. It's like fifth down. This is awesome. And I don't know if you guys this saw one? this. Anish forgot. Oh, yeah. Vortex. Yeah. What is it? Uh, and he forgot to mention our president dressing up like a shark in his list of pretty weekend highlights. That was, <laughs> that was awesome, guys. That was great. That was great. So <laughs> if you don't know this, if you haven't been to Ross Aid in the last couple of years, they do a bit called Where's Mitch? And he's someplace in the stands. And in the games that are sold out, it's pretty fun because everybody's like looking around and, you know, trying to find him. He's generally in the student section. But where is he in the student section? And so this week, there was a group of people dressed in fluffy shark costumes, and they found Mitch in the center of it. It was so good. So did they show that on Did they show that on Twitter or something? How did you guys see I saw it on Twitter, yeah. I saw it on Twitter. Oh, it's so good. It's so – like, I was laughing out loud. I was like, that was great. And he's just – he was so pitiful standing there. Yes. His, his tiny face and the big shark mouth. That was great. Okay. <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, uh, There's a lot. Bert- I mean, this is a fun game to be in person. Oh, yeah. Honestly, it really was. There's a lot. Oh, there. so that's that's yeah. There's stuff. there's. I haven't been to a bucket game in a while, and um, I, you know, I just keep thinking back to, um, and I, I know I put this up on Twitter, so some of you probably saw this, but um, in 2019, the last time they played, and man, I feel terrible that you lost out on a home bucket game. No, no, I don't actually. Um, they played in 2019. And as you may recall, they won in overtime, and they were on their upward trajectory. They were they were going to double. Might have been double overtime. overtime. I'm just yeah. saying it was an overtime. It was like 44, 41. Mm-hmm. Purdue had the ball at the end of the game and a chance to win. And I vividly remember also because I went back and read my post. But AOC had a, I believe I didn't remember this. It was Milton Wright who dropped a ball that would have put Purdue into field goal range at the end of regulation to yeah. win it. And it wasn't so because of the drop, it was like fourth and 10 at like the, it would have been like a 52 yard field goal. And they just, they couldn't do it. So they, they just went to overtime that close to the best IU team in 25 or 30 years, not being able to beat a four and eight bad Purdue team on at the time, AOC was their fourth quarterback of the year. Okay. And I remember writing about that and saying, okay, guys, if you weren't, if Tom Allen wasn't going to beat Purdue that game, he was never going to beat Purdue. And I just love it being illustrated so clearly now because Purdue yeah. is. Oh, you look, now. you look pretty smart there. I will say that you wrote that, and and like I remember, no, nobody was upset that Purdue lost that. No, day. because you were hard optimistic after that, and that's an unusual thing. We're not that way. We are. We don't. We don't love the moral victory. I saw that's never been our thing. Right. That team did not quit. It was the twelfth right. game of the year. They right. were four and seven, yep. and they had not quit. And, and and walk-ons and second and third stringers were screw, were peppered all over the field, and they almost won that game. Yeah. And that is that is what gave me. They believe in Brom. They believe in what they're doing. Yep. And I remember getting I, I don't know how I even saw it, but one of the other one of the IU sites clipped that part of my post and made fun Not of it. And I was like, I was like, I don't think you. That's the dig you think it is. Right. Like that's that's. Uh, <laughs> So Purdue just – I loved it because it wasn't even like it was close. I think the dig that we've got right. and that everybody has, you know, like you've been – you've you've hit it at least 10 times. I know Anish has hit it. The, the nine-win Deanna thing that was actually – or 10-win Deanna, pardon me, was printed no, on Indiana. shirts. No, it was nine. nine win it was nine-win Deanna. You were shooting for nine. They were realistic. Okay. Yeah. Yes. yeah they, were oh, yeah, they, had a, they had a fun season and they had Last year they probably – And, and they took it way – it's almost eh, like – I don't care. Take it too far. Have you guys ever – have you guys ever met a girl at camp – and you think it's going to be forever. 
Um, and that's what happened with IU's fun season. They met her and they're like, wow, she's so in love. So in love. Exactly. I'm going to take her home to mom. They find out by the time they get home, they get a text message, a two hour drive. That girl's already back with her old boyfriend from before. <laughs> and they're uh, been talking to their mom and dad for two hours about you're going to be this girl. I like this. Yeah. Look at this bucket. Oh, it's, wait a minute. Oh, that's not, our, that's not my bucket. <laughs> Turns out I can't keep that bucket. That's Purdue's bucket. That bucket belongs six, there. They were legitimately good last year, and that's what's hilarious. Yeah, the one... When you are good, talk your nonsense. Exactly. But when you're not, it's our turn. Shut your like, face when it. you're not. Exactly. Yeah, they are shutting their face. They that's haven't fine. shut up all no, year. No, I got to tell you, in person, they don't shut their face. Yeah. They don't shut their face. Who cares? There was a group we of IU people that were, out, that were alums yelling at our section when IU had their pick six that wasn't a pick six. It was awesome because we're all pointing at the flag. We had a group of like nine of us just pointing at the field and they're taunting our section. And then like things get quiet and I yell to the guy who's like right down the aisle for me. I'm like, hey, Einstein, learn the rules of football. It'll be easier to taunt people. I know it's difficult. But there's a flag down there, and this one's coming back. He's like, oh, he's like, you know, I don't know. And then Purdue scores right away, and IU's spirit is broken effectively. Like, it just Great felt come. like the it's air was great. out of the balloon. But these people were all over the stadium. I guarantee you if we took a, you know, a Twitter poll, did you get have an IU fan yell something stupid to you in Ross 8? Even though there weren't many there. I guess the really dumb ones were there because I know my friend Nick is a this is a, he's a good guy he's an IU fan he wouldn't do this stuff he's not that guy but they were all over at Ross Aid I mean I, and, I've heard oh heard my gosh. A number of people on Twitter said that uh, I heard this from more than one person said there were IU fans saying see you in basketball season and people okay. were saying that's not yeah, okay. quite the dig that right. you, that's not yeah. <laughs> all right mm-hmm. yeah. You I think will. it's on the calendar already. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Maybe We're twice. It'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be great. Fun. We'll see you. See you Not sure if you've football. watched Purdue this year, but hey, yeah. Can good. I inform you of Brian Kelly's reported contract without oh. incentives? Oh, Please. this is new. Please do. Switching gears. 10 years, $100 million plus, plus incentives. So just in case it wasn't enough. So, years, so you, what you're saying, what, like when people were saying, I, you know, when, and when I say people, I mean Michael from Boyle Sports saying, I don't know why you'd go to the LSU. Like, well, that's, I, that's well, it. So that's I, no, LSU. he get made 7.8 at Notre Dame? He, saw, he made something like eight or, seven, you know, seven, I yeah. think like six yeah. or seven. He could have easily made eight. I can go you know, eight and a half if you wanted to. That, that'll pay the bills, I believe. I, I, think, I think it's not bad. said to you guys what I said I don't understand this. He topped out. He, he, what more? He's winning 11, 12 games a year at Notre Dame and is not beloved. If you win 11, him. 12 games a year and they're building you statues and you're making 8 million, sure, you retire there. But he knows the first five and seven season he has, he is fired. There is yeah, no he doubt. Sucks. I know he sucks, he but he sucks. wins a lot of games, Just man. Just try not you, being You know what? Sucky. We've disliked him since he got hired. You can't argue with results. He wins no, a lot. He's a, yeah. he's a perfectly good Notre Dame. I mean, the best Notre Dame football coach. All time. Results. Yeah, I mean, like, All yeah. time. No, no. Make sure you say that because they don't like that. So make sure you say he's got more wins than any Notre yeah, Dame. Yeah, they do not like game. that, which is awesome. But that's the thing. From now on, we can say, like, you talk to Notre Dame fans. You got to say, well, he's the best Notre Dame coach ever. Just Too keep bad you saying lost that. The, the best coach that. you ever had. Yeah, I mean, yes, that's sad. He got plucked uh, by the SEC. He, that's but he got them can't. in the playoff, and he, he got them in the playoff. He won. They more were about to. Else. They're going to go in the playoff. This they might year. go this year too. Exactly. And, and that's why, I, like, he, he. What more could he do now? I will say, of all the SEC schools you could go to, you might be going to one of the more unpredictable as far as like 
Ed O says something to the wrong person and they now he's out. Like like if he goes to Florida, I get this. But LSU, I do not why do you not get it? You think it's one of the best jobs in the country. Because LSU yeah. LSU, it is. No, no, no. I not I'm confused. Not not why did he take the job? Okay, but I don't understand the fit like that. Oh, that from LSU's LSU point of view, why do they want him? Like, why do? Oh, yeah, but he doesn't recruit. I mean, like when you're at LSU, the advantage that LSU has is the biggest um, uh, concentration and monopoly on talent in the country. So, so that's not going away. Yeah, but it's not like Brian Kelly was awesome recruiting local guys. Yeah, he like he's well, he doesn't yeah. he he doesn't run he, a recruiting. He, he, he's not a he doesn't have southern connections. What you're saying? He has no. He's never coached south of the Mason Dixon line. So it's like he never coached south of the Ohio River. I don't know. So it's like <laughs> like I don't get it at all. I don't think he has. So it's like a, that fit, now Florida much more buttoned up, like it, of the national blue blood brands that you sane. can jump to from there i mean like it's a it's a little more sane in fact than actually than lsu maybe it is lsu the only thing that is more insane than lsu is texas i mean like so here's here's an interesting thing i just gonna win four games you guys might think about this so less miles you think i i don't think kelly is going to be very successful he's not going for he'll 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 get up he'll get up there around nine or ten i bet he will and guess what that's going to be sucky for the lsu fans oh yeah because less miles who won a national title averaged 10 a year and they ran him out of town right ed orgeron won a national title they ran him out they ran him out and he was like a mascot and a coach double duty apparently (laughs) there were i mean there was other stuff with ed but like the beloved ed they only gave a a shit as an excuse to get rid of him you are correct you are correct they didn't care about that and you never did and he didn't suddenly start doing things that were untoward right after that give me a break no you are correct um we we uh, so first of all Let's say that the way that the, you know, I tweeted this out earlier. There is one logical way for this to go, which is Luke, Luke Fickle is the, uh, like, it, it, this is the job he was waiting for. Notre Dame. The last, right. the last coach that Notre Dame hired from Cincinnati worked out very well for them. Yep. Yep. They should probably just do it. He is a no nonsense, no frills, like very calm, does the thing. But... And then their defensive coordinator goes and takes the Cincinnati job. Yep, that's it. Right? Marcus logical. Freeman gets the Cincinnati job, and very all logical. is right in the You're world. You're welcome, everyone. Of Rife. Yes. Sir, Boiled Circle Sports will take $500,000 for this idea. We but, but we Urban know Meyer is out there. Exactly. Urban Meyer is out there. And oh my God, if uh, they hire Urban Meyer on to, a clear decline, Urban Meyer has lost his marbles. <laughs> and he's going to go there. Here's the problem. He's, here's what's going to happen. This is my prediction. You say Urban Meyer will come there. He won't be very good. I say Urban Meyer is going to come there. I think he's going to win a national title. And then he's going to have an Urban Meyer moment. Uh, I don't you're think like three, I think four, something like that. Michael pointed this out to me. I think. Rondale Moore like just had him like entirely had him I losing his marbles. Just say, so. or you, Jay Money was yeah. sadly eating his pizza on the I golf cart. I think that That's was it. Great, I think that was the great. end of Urban Meyer. But um, the, so I think I think more uh, dangerous for Notre Dame is not so much the win loss record. It's where do you hide the cheerleaders? 
I'm, <laughs> Brian you know. Kelly, go, to be fair, here's the fit. Brian Kelly goes from one school that will hide several dead bodies to another yeah. school that will hide several dead bodies. So it's a good cultural fit. That That's a good, yeah. So um, Anish, you remember said when Brian Kelly thing. killed a kid? Do you I remember, do remember that? that? I do. I remember that. Do you remember? remember? Yeah, okay. Not, we all remember this, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm not in crazy town. No. I didn't just dream that. No. Okay. No. Um, so Anish, you sent out one of the best finds of the weekend was Ed O's post game. Was that Jade? Who said no, that? No, no, yeah, said, said Anish said that. So Anish said this. And oh, it was wonderful. Ed, Ed O coming into the room and yelling, Go Tigers! You know, how about them Tigers? Something like that, right? And the media room was dead, like they were at the wake of a man. And he, and he poked fun at you. Didn't like, expect that. Are we going to be serious? We're going to be serious. Exactly. Now. That's great. And then and he this, finished was, it. this was right after Lincoln Riley basically turned down LSU for USC. Well, yeah, because he, he had been he had been pleading with everyone. I'm not going to coach at LSU. He was right. And you think not, he had to write it on his hand to make sure he said the right <laughs> three letters? Because it's three letters. You still not might. Eight, but here's the thing: not we talk about Purdue State media. Not a single reporter in Oklahoma asked him a single follow-up question. Well, okay. I'm not defending, because you're right. It's state media there, too, and ass-kissing media there, too. But I don't think they thought that was a possibility. I think they were so sure the only risk was a program like LSU that once he said unequivocally, I'm not going there, guys, he didn't say, I'm going to be the coach here. (laughs) You know. That's right. You know that when a coach – answers like that and there have been so many rumblings that it's your job to say hey how about any of these other openings yeah or say so you're saying you're going to be so you're staying so you will be at ohio i mean uh, you will be at uh, oklahoma you'll be at ohio state you'll be at oklahoma next year correct like that's that's a nice nice follow-up i like that that's a good follow-up be a journalist right but we talk you know you we talk again these people have votes in the ap basketball poll Produce state, state media saying. is state media. Yeah, it's also bad though, and it's, it's just like what seen, just yeah. like when we've seen coaches get mad at media for yeah. daring to ask them a question and a actually question. saying and actually saying stuff like, you know, you're not being supportive and missing the point entirely that the media's job is not to support your propaganda. And and I'll give you another. So so at the end of Edo's presser, he said, and I liked what he said because he said. I've really had a good time with all of you. I've looked forward to talking to all of you. All were fair to me. He didn't say you supported me or you supported. He said y'all were fair to me. Yeah, that to me is a fine compliment to give to the media because you're not saying because they reported on the shit he did. They yeah. reported on it. That's part of the reason he got. Well, maybe the locals didn't, but but it got reported the stuff that got him fired. But he still said they were fair. I watched Matt Campbell give a press conference after their last game, who I like. And in mixed in all the comments, he was saying, you know, have a great holiday. I re- we, we've really appreciated your support, he said to the media. And I was like, that mentality is what drives yeah. me nuts. The yeah. media doesn't owe you a damn thing. Mm-hmm. What they owe, they owe us stuff. They owe us. They report mm-hmm. to all of us. Yeah. So I, I, that's a big one for me. And yeah, I, their I've client is not that, the, the thing they're reporting on. Their client is the person they're, they're bringing the news to. Should right. And you can act like it doesn't matter, but and we're the whole sunlight. reason you make a hundred I mean, the whole, the point is sunlight so that a right. football program can't kill a kid and just have nobody yep. know about no, it. No, and, and right, bring, and bring people will yep. right. And that's the thing, right? It's rarely that important, okay? But when you don't actually force guys to keep honest stuff about injuries or plans or coaches or discipline or whatever, then you, you create under the rug. It Deaths, makes, drug use, sexual everything. assault. Right. 
Yeah. Right. Like, you know, so sexual abuse. Like, yep. yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what you have the cult of personality of D'Antonio and, and Izzo oh. up in uh, Michigan State. Nish, what you do you think of Michigan State? Paterno? I, I would love to I, hop on. Now that the, now that all the press conferences, not all of them anymore, but a lot of them were through Zoom, I feel like I missed an opportunity to get credentialed and ask a question. Now, I wouldn't ask Mel Tucker this because... No, he would grind you into Mel would a find me. He'd yeah. find me. Yeah. But I would love to ask someone in Mel Tucker's position who was given that contract, hey, do you have any issue morally or otherwise with the kind of organization that you've just hitched yourself to for $95 million. And I don't care if that's unfair. I don't care if he wasn't there. Once you become the highest paid employee in the state, here's a, here's a, here's you should an answer questions. Ever. Here's an, e- here's an easier yeah. question that easily could be asked. What will you do as the face of Michigan State to change the culture? Because we all know that there is no way that this is going to, this is a great job, particularly for a non-white coach to get a job like Michigan State and to be paid like that. It Mm -hmm. is a, I mean, it's a breakthrough. And we make jokes about Mel Tucker and all of this, but like it is great for the sport to have a person like Mel Tucker. Now, what are you, and and we have to uh, accept that Michigan State, much to my dismay, is not going to disappear off the face of the earth. So you, the question is, you are now, over Tom Izzo, you are the face of this program and this athletic department. What are you going to do to change this? It is so easy, but you give up your access by doing that. Right. So it's got to be a national guy. But now national guys are breaking these kind of reports, mm-hmm. right? Breaking contract reports. And it's about that. And, you know, need this kind of, you know, fluff piece access, Right. And that's when nobody asks. That's when a hundred million dollar employees of any sort should actually be held up to more scrutiny than anyone else. And I always hate the it's the same shit that they hid behind at Penn State. Um, Oh, he told his bosses that that argument's been used in so many organizations. You're the most powerful person in the state. Exactly. Once you are that person. You have to make the difficult decisions because you're paid that way. It's like a CEO of a company. The CEO can't say, well, I mean, it's kind of a hard thing. I reported it to HR. Yeah. No, no. You have to take action because you are the top dog. So I don't know why I'm getting so uh, worked up. No, but it's it's just just a follow-up question. It's just a follow-up question and nobody asks because it's not worth it. Yeah, but but, but again, that's why it's important because ultimately it does get to stuff like kids – being killed it does get to people being raped sexually assaulted the people at michigan state that's not a terrible place because of uh recruiting improprieties it's a terrible place because it ruined this is the other thing is like honestly like we make we can make cheating jokes and all of this the the rules are going to change and right. so eventually what was cheating at one point is not going to be. And it's honestly, already changed, right? And honestly, it's just like we're drawing a line in the sand and saying you kind of have to play in here. And if people play outside the lines, it is what it is. We and, laugh when they get you caught. Know, we laugh like, at it. We make yeah. it. We make jokes. We will call them cheaters. It is what it is. That is. But here's, here's my and my, my thesis on this. And, and I'll, let's see if I'm proven correct. Okay. That the people that cheat now with the rules constructed they were as they are will cheat further. Sure. Because they're people of low character. Like, I mean, I mean, like, they, let's, again, let's use, let's Kelvin Sampson. I've heard IU fans say, well, if the rule wasn't this, then blah, 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 blah. Right. It doesn't matter. Kelvin but, Sampson was going to try to get an edge. The, that was really what he was doing. But the Kelvin Sampson stuff 
is it's funny to compared. joke about exactly yeah, meaning right. like that yeah. joke oh, yeah. about but it's funny to there's no parallel with you... kelvin sampson doing whatever with texts and phone calls it's... and people getting raped and them having the police in the bag but where they stop investigation accountability and especially when you're being paid this much money a hundred yeah. million dollars plus incentives yeah. is it's... what brian kelly is yeah. ba- to, to move down to baton rouge I mean, you don't, you get, you, you get to have these questions. Meanwhile, he's going to murder more. He's going to murder dozens. Crime spree. You've thrown him the gators. I want a full play by play on how this LSU, me and my sicko uh, coaching carousel love. I want a full play by play on this LSU coaching carousel. I am certain that they talked to him a while ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. This wasn't like over the last few days. And I think what wasn't it last I, week I, I where he's he looking said, thinner this year, this week, this last couple of weeks. Uh, maybe he's Louisiana's thin because not help. maybe yeah, well. Well, the, but maybe he's thin because he was nervous and he stopped eating that delicious Campbell Probably. soup that he that he's been eating his whole life. Did you see I, think, I sent you guys a tweet where it's said goodbye, Jones. Brian Kelly looks like he thinks Sprite is too spicy. <laughs> <laughs> so how is he going to work on a Cajun food like you'll be great. Uh, I mean, oh, man. And what's crazy is I think so. There, there are I think there are twelve blue blood jobs. You can argue with the ones at the bottom of this, like whether Penn State actually still is a blue blood job. Mm-hmm. But like you know, Nebraska's LSU, one. yeah, Nebraska, obviously, LSU, USC, Oklahoma, Texas. You know, recently Ohio State have all, and now Notre Dame have all opened up. And it's so yeah. wild that like so many, like half of these blue bloods have opened up. Like yeah. in recent years. Well, and, and what's amazing to me is that like as much as we like to laugh at him, like Nebraska didn't open yet. Incredibly. Texas no didn't open. Team. Yeah, no. Texas hasn't team. opened. Like and and the re- the only reason Texas isn't open is because they just hired Sarkey a year ago. Right. It's the only reason. Because this year started what four and two and they were ranked and then they lost like five in a row or some such crap. Oh, so great. It's so freaking great it is it's wild that there are so <sighs> many openings that this is probably the silliest silly season and at least so far no big 10 teams are open now again jeff brown could get high tomorrow think, and we'll see i think they all play defense right i mean they all put they up all gave raises it's and, rich i, I don't think anybody, everybody's rich and actually the big 10 most people are happy yeah, i don't so, think anybody yeah, in the right. big 10 is gonna open right no one's getting fired the the only, is the one it's not opening right. now though they're definitely no. keeping them right michigan now. state was under risk of opening because of tucker you know sure. leaving somewhere else honestly Purdue's and in, in maybe the Purdue's worst in warning but we'll see i mean yeah. like you know i i his name would be coming up a lot more right now remember two three years ago it was coming up on every single right. article right after yeah. going six and six and twice. for some reason yeah. nobody wants birds yeah, yeah, that's Bert. weird um, well they can't pay for all that, that food it's not the money. It's the, the it's amount the, of feed it's, that it's it takes the, for that area. The mon- it's the, depletion. Yeah. The meal money is. Yeah. <laughs> um, you called it feed. Feed. He five just straps a bag though. onto his face and buries it until it's gone. Astonished, they went five and seven. Shout out to Bert. They won yeah. some games, man. They played. Yeah. They beat Next the coach piss of, uh, out of Iowa. Northwestern. Next coach of Iowa? Is that what you yeah, said? Next Maybe coach of Iowa. Bert. Yeah, man. He's got. A, doesn't he have a hog on tattooed on him somewhere? He's he's got he's he's a, he's got a Hawkeye on him. I know he he'll does. go to uh, yeah. He'll or go Hawkeye, there, yeah, he's got the Hawkeye in his shin or something. Yeah, like he'll that. go yeah. and then he'll he'll 
he'll end the tradition. I'm sorry, of I said hog. His face looks like a hog. That's well, Andy, Andy coached for the hogs. Sure, he became a hog during that time. So. Yeah. <laughs> he will. Uh, he will end the tradition of waving to the sick kids just because he thinks it makes them not tough. Exactly, it's too, and it's too. Tough it's just too much work, too much cardio. Yeah, I don't uh, want to distract him. Uh, I don't want to distract him. That'll get into it. That'll get in the way of his gains. Gonna hold up a big turkey leg, and wave it. <laughs> Maybe somebody else will hold it, and it kind of make him do. Like How do we get around it. to this? Now we're talking about Bert as the Iowa head coach. Yeah, yeah net Ferentz looks like he made some sort of a deal, like a, you know, he's 116 years old, and he's just, but he made some it sort pretty, of like looks pretty good as long as he guy. doesn't. It's like the end of um, the Last Crusade, where as long as you don't take the Grail from from Iowa's campus, you will you will never die. Right. So right. that's why he's not leaving. There's no reason to. He'll, right. you know, he's going to. Hey, Big guy. Ten West champions, Iowa. I hope that they have enjoyed their enjoyable Big Ten West winning season. If Purdue joy sucks. beats what a that, joy suck that, of a that program, crap ass PJ Fleck Minnesota team. That's the only thing you change this year, and Purdue is playing in the title game, and and would be ducking Ohio State in that scenario. And I'm not saying that man, Michigan, I know, but Michigan, you're saying Purdue would be going to the national championship. That's it. That's exactly what we're saying. They'd be how much? Listen, how giddy you would be right now if Purdue had nine wins and was going to Indianapolis this Saturday with oh, a chance Michigan. to screw up Michigan's playoff hopes. Yeah, I don't care about. Talk about it. Going yeah, back to your point, you're not winning a national title here, but oh boy, can you have some fun? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. That, did you hear David Bell? He had, he had a very interesting comment, which made my wheels turn a bit. He said, "He said, you know, uh, Aiden really he found his rhythm when he started uh, his oh, second oh, or man. third week starting. He really became the guy that we we thought he could be, and he really had a grasp on the game." He said, "He'd be in Heisman talk right now if he would have started all season and played this way." And I was like, "Yeah, he would have." And, and if he did Bell that, Purdue would have 10 or 11 wins. Yeah, but this we, is like David Bell should be in Heisman talk. And let's right. just shout out Jordan Davis, the uh, oh, gigantic beast. rhinoceros yes. of a human who uh, terrifying and wonderful. Oh, yeah. I want him on the Colts so bad. I just want so, ginormous. That should, this should be a problem to get to the second round for a Colts. Uh, he'll, 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 he'll slip. Yeah. Maybe, oh, uh, maybe Aiden is sitting down right now with Big George. And with David Bell and saying, guys, inspiring. Hey, we'll let's win run it back. Let's, let's go let's run, run it back. back. Let's win the Big Ten and let's just and, let's one more time, guys. And George and David are just laughing. He's like, no, seriously, no, 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 guys. No, no. Hey, 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 hey. Seriously, no, no. You got to. Maybe you didn't hear what I said. It's one of the jokes. Can you take Aiden O'Connell seriously with that mustache? I can't. His face is so baby. Somebody yeah. pointed out to us that yeah. GIF of him with the finger and yes. his. His wrist oh, his doesn't doesn't move. move. It's his finger. It's just moving. his finger, and he's, he's got and dexterity, it's man. Super fast. Yes, he, he does this in a, at a speed. He's going like and this. He's going like this, except his wrist isn't moving. Yeah, see like, that. He's those like, are the NFL measurables. The that's a quarterback's those, hand. Those are the NFL measurables that you can't. <laughs> you, you can know, make all the jokes you want. That is a quarterback's hand. Being yes. able to do things that normal humans can't. Look at the way he throws the damn ball. Yeah, yeah. he's his arm is good. His arm is much better. What he, do, what he does better than game. anybody, guys. If you and he throws a ball before a guy's even starting his break. Oh, like, yeah. and he throws it to the perfect spot. He is so good at that. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I I don't think Mac Jones has that big of an arm. I really I know he doesn't run the ball well. 
I, I think that comp comparison, I know you, you can say where they started. Mac Jones was you put a superhuman coming out of, on a, out of on an LSU or an Alabama. <laughs> get out. Get out of here. Oh, get my. With those big lines? Man. And super, I mean, everybody's David Bell or I, David yes. Bell's cousin. I mean, think about that. All right, guys. Well, uh, I want to thank a couple more sponsors. We thanked uh, we thanked AJ's, but but thanks to uh, Gridiron Metalworks. Um, you're you're really getting close in time. If you were thinking about ordering from your family, get your order in now. Head to gridironmetalworks.com. Enter Boyle to check out. Get fifteen percent off. Be the hero at Christmas, right? Yes. Do they get That's something it. different if they go through the link on our site, or do they just have to enter Boyle? Just enter Boyle. You're fine. Okay. You're fine there. Uh, Martin Vintage just got done with a sale, but they have the sale that's always going through the site. If you're in a boiled at martinvintage.com, 15% off there. And they have an excellent oaken bucket shirt that yes. you should check out. We all have one. Uh, it is, it's really solid. Um, and it, it references the, the, the bucket being where it should, where it lives right in West Lafayette. Yes. So check it's it out. Cool. It was on loan. It was yeah, on loan. Exactly. On loan. And now it's back to like what? Yeah. Oh, of course. Uh, head to the Boiled Sports Fan Shop, <laughs> where we are running out of everything. Quite honestly, uh, I get notifiers. Jay is your um, Jay's the guy who does the hard work and gets the stuff to you. But you can get a rocks glass. You can get a quarter zip. You can get uh, a a texture. This was just this was just bought today. I got or yesterday, and I'm going to get it in the mail. So before Jay sends anything out to you, he puts his yeah his his uh, cologne all over it, and uh, oh boy. When you open that box, you're going to be in heaven. I That's seal every box with a kiss. Exactly. It's I lick wonderful. the rim of the rocks glass that you purchase. So don't, <laughs> do not wash them immediately. Um, like, it's like it's like the yeah. J-Money version of a margarita. Just, right. you know, exactly. just dip it in salt. Just dip it in salt. It's great. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, sales are going to plummet. Um, to the floor. No, it's it's been great. And if you if you really were thinking about getting the rocks glasses, we're close. Well, yeah, we're low. We're yeah. low. I want to say four or five left, something like that. Yep, yep. Not and uh, we, we we do appreciate everybody who's been purchasing. And uh, uh, it, it's uh, I guarantee you, when you when you break out that rocks glass and your family's over, and you put put a little bourbon in there and some uh, some ice or not, man, I guarantee your family's gonna be impressed because they know that you're part of the the BS family. That's that's, that's like right. inner circle type stuff. That's, that's right. pretty cool. So, um, but, uh, so next week, uh, Anish says when we meet Purdue will be number one, I think is the way I'm going to one in the country in football and basketball. In basketball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Purdue will be, uh, going to, uh, Las Vegas for the bowl. That's what I'm predicting. Um, I think what other, uh, I think that's, that's to me the logical place. So. Luke Fickle will be the head coach at Notre Dame. What okay. are the other big openings that are still there? Oklahoma. Um, and, Oklahoma. And our our boy Marcus Freeman will be at uh, Cincinnati. All yeah. will be right in the world. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he was number one currently on the board sports uh, search firm for placeholder search firm for Purdue. Uh, yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. We get Marcus Freeman needs a job. Uh, you know, he needs to go get him if Brom ever does leave. He can go get Freeman. How about this question? Is there any chance the enemy would would land in Oklahoma? No. I don't think. I mean, so. I thought about it, but like, I I thought about it. But I, just, like, I mean, he, man, that's a guy. He needs a, like the Bears job or yeah. something. He needs like, an NFL job. Yeah. Like, yeah. Be, give the enemy the Bears job and give him Justin Fields, Oklahoma. I met Campbell. I mean, like, come on, don't overthink this. Not hypo. Like, just simple. Not hypo. No, I, I would I mean, say Campbell's I, easier. I would say take Campbell. 
like you know the uh, Heupel has one year, Campbell has a larger sample, and the size. conference thing won't be a big deal in conference two years. Thing, I mean, yeah. just, just and just... He, it's much it's a much better um or Venables like just do Venables and like an offensive guy like you know hire a good offensive coordinator like um Graham Harrell. What another, like, uh, you know, uh, just don't overthink these, you idiots. Just yeah. do the simple thing. And the thing, if they do that, the carousel will come to a screeching halt. Yeah, because fun, it's fun be... times over then. But, know, but we've if, had a pretty good couple of days. Yeah, here, so. we. I think it's over anyway because if Urban Meyer gets hired, I don't. I mean, like the other thing is like, who is his staff going to be at Notre at Notre Dame if he goes? Like he is way behind on hiring staff. He's way behind on recruiting. He has. But you no act idea like that. No, you act like there are people that aren't as slimy as him that don't want to work for him. There they, are tons but they're of them already. Just, they're waiting in that tall grass they're on their bellies. Employed. That's oh, the thing. He can, it's like he's, he's got Notre Dame money at that point. No problem. He, yeah, he's got Notre Dame money, but Notre Dame is not going to hire have enough to hire people. It's going to be awesome. I hope they hire him. It's going to be so terrible. Yeah. Fickle would just have him running the same. I mean, like running the same and killing fewer kids. It's like zero. They they'd almost yeah. kill zero. Almost zero. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's a that's that's a good number. So that's what we'll believe you with next week. Those are our predictions, the boiled sports official predictions we've said. Yep. yep. And if you guys want to hire uh, the boiled sports uh, search committee, we are for hire. Uh, Anish heads that up most Cashiers, of the time. Cashiers check or yep. money order only. Yep. And uh, we are always ready. We're always well, ready. bags of cash. I mean, I take yeah. duffel bags of cash. We'll yeah. take duffel bags. We'll do, we'll make an exception. Yeah. We have to be able to lift them. But yes. Yep. Yep. And we we uh, we do appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. Um, uh, keep keep tuned in to Anish and Jay and Boiled Sports on Twitter if you want to get all your uh, coaching updates, get that itch scratched, and uh, hear me complain about Purdue not being number one because um, I'll I'll try not to do that anymore. But um, it's not good to feed your rage. Anyway, uh, have a great evening. I love you guys. Good night.